This episode is from the hashtag Salem Talks. It's basically an interview where I interview someone or someone interviews me. Uh, we put it in a podcast and uh, that's basically it. I'm going to let you guys dive in on this. Okay, so today I'm really excited to talk to you all and have a very special guest because the way we connected, I believe that like this does not happen every day. And uh, her name is Ginger. She uh, she is a, well, I would like to say digital creator because she makes many, like, several stuff. She also, she works with Earthy, she works with filmmaking. She creates content for the page of Gary, uh, Gary himself, but the joint, uh, joint Gary V, uh, the one that my video was posted before I went on to Gary. Yeah. And uh, um, so, yeah, that's basically it. I'm not going to take much uh, more into the introduction. I'm going to let her like discuss the journey with you all, her journey, where she came from, everything about that. And uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting one. So, like, um, Ginger, you have, the, <laughs> you have the mic. Thanks for thanks for having me, first of all. It's so awesome to connect with you because you and I share that experience of being, you know, in the hot seat with games. <laughs> it's, uh, it's intimidating, but he's amazing. And, you know, he brought you and I together. So it's all about collaboration and I, I love it. I can't. I can't get enough of this community. So, but um, yes, I'm. I'm Ginger. I um, have been um, interested in creating pretty much all my life, uh, like most of us. Um, but I would say, in uh, in short, the shortest version I can give you, um, my journey to really exploring that started after I had my third child. Um, I've been creating for, like I said, a long time, but something happened when I had my third child, um, Gigi, she, I just started taking pictures of her, um, more and more every day. I connected with a really great group of moms that like to dress up our children, you know, just very simple, um, just loves of, you know just very basic having fun with our kids and it grew into a passion of mine where I learned that I loved styling I loved photography and eventually that led to me getting a camera um, learning how to use that and um, just starting to um, create emotion through my photography um, it really wasn't as time went on it became less and less about taking pictures of my daughter and it became more and more of my art form and how can I take this how can I push this um, obviously respecting her because you know I'm not going to take advantage of my child <laughs> yeah because it looks bad it, I mean it, it can look bad um, you know it so I was very aware of that and I wanted to make sure that this was something that we were mutually but, you know, excited to do together. Um, so we did that for a very, very long time. And as time passed, I ended up getting involved with Babykins Magazine, which is an amazing magazine that highlights, you know, kids' fashion and um, stories about childhood. And um, so I started uh, blogging for them. And um, everything was kind of like you just you, – you just – made it work <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of yeah it's like figuring it out through the whole through the journey exactly like i didn't i had a very skeletal you know teaching system just kind of like okay this is what you do this is how you upload it and then and that was it and then i kind of just learned on my own how to put things together and um but i really i i it was a challenge because i put so much of myself my art my emotions everything that I was feeling on a daily basis, um, even where I live, you know, I live in Buffalo, New York, and um, it's, I know you're in Egypt, by the way, which is yeah. fantastic, <laughs> um, but uh, in Buffalo, it's very cold here, especially in the winter, throughout the winter, throughout even sometimes spring. Trust me, it's, it's way better, it's way better than summer here, it's way better than summer, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cold over, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very hot in here, so, like, I... So we have cold. the same extremes, maybe. You're hot, I'm dealing with the cold. It's, it, yep. it can be depressing. It can be like, okay, is this over yet? Can we, can we move on? Um, <laughs> it's 
hard, especially when you're trying to push your creative outlet and you can't go outside. So you get really creative with, you know, your house. and. <laughs> so, like, that extreme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can be, but you know, it's a great place. I'm not knocking it, but it, it challenged my creativity. And um, I just, you know, eventually over time, it taught me how to connect with people as well. So it wasn't just about the photography, it was about reaching out to other moms, reaching out to other brands. Um, you know, we worked with a lot of uh, fashion brands that wanted to see Gigi in their clothes. Um, a lot of kids do this. This is like the age of the influence. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I think I've, I've came across that the kids modeling and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mean, that. it's if if you're if you show an interest in something and you love it, then eventually you can work with other brands and you can collaborate with them. And um, you know, it, it's a win-win because it's something I love. It's something they need and. I, I enjoyed it so much. It was a really great season in my life. And I connected with my daughter in a way that, um, you know, we had we had time together. We had time to spend, you know, it, it wasn't just, again, it wasn't just about photography. It was about showing who she is as a little girl and showing the beauty of, of a little girl's childhood through my lens. Um, it became less and less about, I wanted it to not be just a fashion shoot. I wanted it to be something that people... Meaningful. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted yeah. to be a story. I wanted to put my, my caption with it and, and just tell people, hey, you know, this is more than just my daughter or my photography. This is this is my mood. This is my vibe. This is, you know, everything. I think, uh, I think I've never been, like, an artist person uh, myself. I like I pick up hobbies like I can like take some photos and stuff like that, but I'm not really like I wouldn't say I'm an artist in, in like deep down. However, I really think that I think many many people will really um, have this one resonate. It's like photography or like filmmaking or even like painting and drawing. It's not just that you pick up and then you have a hobby or like have a skill to do it or you can just go at different angles and do it correctly. I think, I think many people who take it on as a career, they love it, not the photo itself, but because of what it represents and what it shows, the, the behind of it, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think, yeah. yeah. It's funny you said that because I never chose this as a career, which is crazy because, I mean, I have, I have a career already that I've been doing for at my current job for 13 years, but I work from home, which allows me the flexibility to pursue my passion, which is photography and creating and making. And I, I try to apply all of that in, in my, you know, my current full-time job, but, you know, and, and I love what I do because I talk to people all day long and I love connecting. Oh, what do you do? Like for that, that job? The... So I do pharmaceutical sales. I kind of just, fell into it. It wasn't like I went to school to be that. Um, nothing like that. It's, I was looking for a job. They were hiring, you know, I got into it and, uh, then I kind of just stayed in the industry all these years. You, it, it, it just happens, you know, you just kind of, you just, you just run with yeah. it and I'm done with it. No. And it. And it was great because there wasn't a lot of jobs that were remote and I was, you know, raising a family and it's not easy to raise a family when both people work and, you know, you have to rely on other people. So this was a blessing and I, I didn't want to let it go. So I had to make it work. I had to, you know, learn it, do it well. And then I, but I wanted to make time for my passion and my love, which is creating and expressing myself. So that's what I did. Um, and then long story short, after doing all of that, um, I realized how much fun it was. Um, and I started investing in a lot of brands that I wanted to work with. So I'd invest in like Bel Air Athletics. I would buy their stuff because I love Will Smith. Um, just because no. he's a great person. He's a great human being. He's always spreading positivity and, and inspiration. And so rather He's more than just an actor. He's more than just an actor. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's a very creative actor, but besides the point... I really believe that you 
happened, like, I think there was like a month ago, and he it was like a couple of weeks after each other when he like went on and made a video about something he was thinking about, and he just shares so much wisdom. I really like when I think about someone, I think really like them for because I believe that there will be better actors. I believe that there will always be better soccer players. I believe that there will always be better photographers. Like, is there always going to be better? There will be better entrepreneurs than Gary, right? Like, but I really believe that, and I really feel attached to someone, as in, I believe that he's, like, a mentor to me. I think, I'm a terrible because I just <laughs> took over what you were saying. Uh, like, um, what I think about it is what this person provides out of their label as an entrepreneur. Um, like, when he drops with them and when he does charity and when he does all of that, he's not being an Actually, sometimes I think about it, he might be taking wrong decisions when it comes to his entrepreneurial side. But, like, I like the human in the person. Yeah. The, the profession. You know, I think... And, and I think when we're talking about and it just more than just acting and stuff like that. I think that also like extends to so not just photography and painting, but also musicians and and, uh, and you know. I think the whole creative spectrum can really resonate with this one. It's uh, absolutely. You know, I'd like to touch on that one with you right now, which is what? Why do you think, or uh, why do you think that is that maybe when you when like the older generation. The non-generation Z, maybe not even X and Y. You can say the like 1970s, 1960s. Why do you think they don't really? Uh, I don't want to generalize it, but you can say that many of the of the generation uh, does not really inspire uh, creativity more than they inspire formal education and like. Like, you know, doctor, lawyer, engineer, all that categories. Like, have you faced that, for example, you were deciding which to choose? Did your, for example, parents, uh, like, were like, now, like, photography is not funny, take that one. Like, what's your take on that part? I guess I was lucky because I came from a very creative family. My dad's side of his family were all amazing, brilliant I mean, so intelligent people that created, invented. I have a lot of inventors in my family. My uncle invented the IBM correctable tape, which seems like the tiniest little piece of, you know, what is that? But it was useful and, you know, it, people used it yeah. when IBM came out. So that's really cool. My dad's a writer. He wrote a lot of uh, books. Uh, I don't know if anyone was... Uh, the one was called Be The Best of Success, uh, where he would gather all these quotes from all of these, you know, famous people and put them in a book um, back before the internet. I think I'm going to give this one a read. I think I'm going to give that one a read. What's the name again? So if, like, anyone wants to... Uh, it's called The Best of Success by Wynn Davis. The Best of Success by Wynn... Wynn Davis. So W-Y-N-N. That's my dad, and he's he's just all over the place um, as far as creativity. Always thinking, drawing from different things. Um, so I was never pushed necessarily, um, probably in the way that some kids need to be pushed, um, which is why I'm so relaxed. And you know, there's a lot that I can learn from people that are very structured as far as you know. This is what you need to do. I did go to college. Um, he did, you know. He was pretty, you know, Ginger, you know, if, if you should go to college and I'll help you pay for it. And I was, okay, fine. But, um, yeah, it was smooth. It wasn't all like, uh, like there was no, you could say like, oh, no, so I don't want to say arguments, but like, yeah. There was no like, you have to be a doctor or else, you know, um, my mom, yeah. she's been a stay-at-home mom forever. I mean, my mom hasn't worked, so... It's nice because she is able to help me with my kids as well. But again, just to give you a, a background of where I came from, I didn't come from this very strong, structured family. Um, so for me, stepping out of that comfort zone and really becoming a person that is driven 
and ambitious and in, in a, in a way that is, um, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it, it puts me out of my comfort zone, but it also drives me. It gives me that adrenaline. It's like, it pushes me to go far because I know what I, I feel like there's so much I know I'm capable of and I'm not giving it my all because of, you know, various reasons, because all the excuses we tell ourselves, right? Like, oh, well, I have a family or, oh, I'm, you know, getting older. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Well, what do you think? What, 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 would, you, what would you say to someone? Like, right now, I think you're a very creative person. Uh, you're creating content uh, a lot. Like, uh, I don't know how much, but a lot. <laughs> and, um... Uh, So what would you say to someone? Because I was just talking this about, like I posted something someone about it, which is what you think deep down, we, like give uh, give excuses or provide excuses for not starting. I personally think it's because we have some insecurities that we are really having like uh, gone through, like uh, came over, you know. So what, what what's your take on this? What do you think about that? I think people are, you know, there's, there's no filter like Instagram, you know, early on, I, when I started Instagram and I started doing the photography, it isolated a lot of people that I knew because they weren't approving of it. They thought it was, I don't, I, I'm not going to speak for them and say what they thought it was, but I have my own suspicion of what they thought because they never supported it. They didn't, they wanted to just kind of stick with Facebook and um, they didn't want any part of what I was doing um, with my child. And that's fine. People will judge, yeah. you know, people will say, oh, you're wasting your time or, you know, why do you do that? And, and you know what? It's judgment. This is why people don't start because they're, they, especially if you have a public Instagram page, anyone can find you. Anyone, your family member, your employer, whoever it is. And so for me, I had to be really cognizant of that and, and just realize everything that I put out is going to be 100% my heart. And if I'm ever questioned, I'll have, I'll have a reason. I'll, I'll, I'm confident that I can back up anything that I've put out on the Internet and have no regrets and no doubts of anything that I've said. Um, and so I think that's the important thing is first recognizing that, that you're seen, even if you don't think that you are, you're seen and anyone can contact you. Anyone can find you. And that's both a blessing and a curse, right? It's like yeah. the idea that anyone can find you, but who knows who will be watching this video, but that excites me. That's like, that excites me because exactly. I was just coming at this point. I was just I think this this is one of my favorite uh, parts uh, of the talk and like for talks. I think that this topic is very interesting. Is that many people like I think they avoid they try to uh, like they have a delusion that they are not known or they don't want to be known. But the thing is, like, you can't live all your life was security under a like a rock it's just not gonna happen and i was actually like talking about this which is like some way or another you have and so i was talking about it from the marketing kind of aspect which is some way or another you have a friend like you don't get to choose that you know what i'm saying like yeah. and brand not necessarily in the meaning of so just Like, your brand is, uh, oh, she's a digital creator, she does photography, she makes films. Like, I think it's deeper than that. Jeff Bezos said it best uh, when he said, uh, brand is what people think of you when you're not in the room. Your reputation. Yep, exactly. And many people are going to take that in the wrong way, which is like, reputation, so I just got to fake being happy or fake that I'm excelling at this. But I think that if you want to build strong, because like at the end of the day, you don't get to feel good, right? Like you're not doing the techniques like whoever. So I think that's really important one, which is whatever you're doing, you, that like the purpose of 
It should be that you are either doing it for a bigger purpose or you're doing it because you want to feel good about yourself somewhere or another. Well, listen, I mean, I'll, I'll give you some raw right now. Um, I'm, I'm probably doing this at like the, the worst time in my life because um, I'm going to get emotional. But like, I was doing really good with myself last year and keeping up on working out. And I was like in the best shape of my life last year. And I have just, you know, life happens. And, um, you know, it's like, I've, and I'm trying not to be so hard on myself, but it's hard. It's hard, you know? And so I want to be real and raw with you because we don't see this a lot. And I have no problems with being my authentic self. So I think it's important for people to realize that don't be so hard on yourself. I'm pushing myself to do these lives and to talk to people at like at, at a place where I don't feel a hundred percent. I don't feel my best. Um, but I know it's going to mean more for me to push myself and to talk to you and, and, and to share with people that, it doesn't matter if you're at your worst or your best. The point is that you're you're putting yourself out there. You're sharing your story. Um, and you find people that you can resonate with so you can work on things together and grow together. And, um, you know, if anybody's watching this that's dealing with a struggle, whether it's, you know, your weight or the way you look or, um, you know, some flaw that you, that you have, that, a disability, or if it's, um, you know, pain or just whatever it is, we all are, we all are, you know, just, Humans. you know, we just don't be so hard on yourself. Put yourself out there. It's okay. It's okay. You know, and I, I'm, I'm, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm on the internet. It's, it's less again about photography. It's about, and I, and I do have to say this. My six-year-old daughter, she is the one. She is the reason why I'm where I am right now. Because she told me one day, Mom, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be your model anymore. I'm done. And do you know what that did to me? <laughs> like, as a creator, living with, with someone that I worked with, that, you know, worked with, but also was my daughter, I had respect the fact that she didn't, she didn't want to be, you know, she's like, mom, it's time, you know, it's time for you to move on. And that crushed me because it forced me to, you know, branch out and discover what type of photographer I am, what type of creator I am, you know, what do I want to put out into the world? You know, at some point you evolve in your life and you realize maybe it's time for me to start something else. And so she's the reason why I found Gary. She is the reason why I started creating other content, you know, because it, it forced me out of my comfort. It forced me out of doing what I would had been doing, what I was, you know, thriving at what I was loving. And all of a sudden my whole world stopped and, um, you know, she lets me take her picture occasionally now, but it's because of her that I branched out and that I, you know, I, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do video. I'll do video with you. You know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll just create, we'll do something fun. And who knows, maybe when she's older, we'll create something amazing together, you know, but, um, but like life happens and it happens for a reason. And you have, when you start to see those things and you start to connect the dots and you start to realize that, um, the bad things that happen in your life are really not so bad and you know, in the long run that you have to see the opportunity in there and you have to work with what you have and you have to put yourself out there and that's it. That's, that's my advice. And, and so I'm still growing. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Um, I'm still growing in my content. I'm still trying to figure out who I am, like what I want to put out. I'm putting out random stuff. Like Gary said, I mean, I want to put out something that makes me feel good because I know if it makes me feel good, maybe it'll make someone else feel good. Like I just posted a video of, um, 
when we went to a bar and we were watching the Buffalo Bills, which is our local football team here. Um, and I put that video out because it made me feel good. Or it made me remember a time where we were all together, our community. We were hugging, high-fiving, high-fiving, and just having a great time. And that vibe is everything. And I put it out, and I got such a huge response. I was almost kind of shocked because um, people need that. People need to see people connecting, and people need to, um, like that's what I'm drawn to. So like when I think about that, when I put out content, I don't just put out something that, um, that I'm proud of. I'll have more questions. I want you to look at it and be like, Hmm, why did she do this? Or what does this mean? Or why is this special to her? And I think when you pay more attention, to content, yeah, it's, it's, but it's not, it's not for like the metrics or anything like that. It's because I want to connect with people. You know, it's like I want to see what works because I want to do more of that because I want to bring more people in and I want to just, um, you know, just grow together and see where it takes us. And that's it. So that's why I do it. But um, I'm having a blast and there's no pressure and no one should have pressure. No one should feel like, oh, I have to you know, keep up this vibe or I have to keep up my, um, my cool, you know, reputation. I see accounts that that's all they do is just post, you know, just like the coolest things ever. And it's like, who are, are you even human? Like, I want, like, that's really cool. But like, you know, I was going to just say that. I was just reading you. Like, <laughs> I want to know what's inside your brain, you know, like I want to dissect everything. And, um, People, I, I feel like people aren't drawing deep enough, and, and that's okay. That's okay, because, um, you know, people can do what they want. You go as deep as you want, um, depending on how far you want to grow. So it's really up to us, and it's pushing me out of my comfort zone, and that's what I want people to know, that wherever you want to go in life, you've got to go deeper. you got to put yourself out there. You can't be afraid to cry in front of everyone. Like no. it's, it's what it is. You know, it's. I was born that way. I was born very. You no, know, thinking about it. Um, sorry for interrupting you. I just couldn't help, couldn't like stop this thought. When you were talking, I had just three things like come through my mind, and uh, the one the first thing was, I think, it reminded me of that book that I read. I don't remember its name, unfortunately. But your mind reminded me of that book that I read like six months ago. And the book was about uh, vulnerability, the like, most powerful strength. And the people who appear to have no vulnerabilities, they are the ones who are filled with securities. Like, I think I want to say that again. So people who are being vulnerable, I think these are the most powerful people and the people who appear with no vulnerability. I think these these people, they are the people with most insecurities. I think, so, like, when you, for example, now you cry on camera, I, for that, for that, I believe that you are not weak or, like, sensitive. I think that you are so powerful that you are not afraid to show your emotions on the camera, right? Yeah. So that was the yeah, that was that was that one really captured my mind. And another thing was that you were talking about, which is like imperfection. I mean, perfection. Sorry, perfection is just a disguise for insecurity. Like, like it is what. It is. Like, I honestly believe when I go into Instagram or whatever. I don't mean to be judgmental, but I just think of it that way. That when I, if I see everything you post is perfect and clean and neat, like, which is why, for example, right now there are like some background noises uh, on your side, but that's completely fine because that's gonna, like, the podcast is not gonna be the best quality, but it's gonna be real. Yeah. yeah. So I just really think, like, people should. Like, if that's, like, I wish this is the takeaway. Like, if you're going to focus on one thing, just one thing, should be about being real 
staying true to who you are instead of faking who you are just to be perfect and get all that likes and all like I believe that every single girl out there, if, it, if she was to like model with a bikini, she would get hundreds and thousands of like, like absolutely in seconds, yeah. like in seconds. But I believe that the ones that actually don't care about that and they put out, I, I, I took that one from Gary. When you put out, when, if like you're an influencer or like on a creative, when you put out what you want, don't put it out for likes, put it because it represents you. Yeah, you know, exactly. I just really in documenting the pro like see I'm marketing consultant so and I work with several people one based in LA one uh, like a couple of people working here in different spectrums and they all walk different like paths in life but I always have just this one like they all have different like I create content structure for everyone but I always have this one in every single structure which is which is documenting. Because when you show the people the process, when you show the people the terrible side, the imperfect side, they will love you more. Even though they are insecure in their self and they just like, I oh, know, the girl with the kid is definitely better than crying on camera. But like, this crying on camera touches a side. Whoever is watching, like, I don't care. Like, I just, it goes more in. I think of it like levels when you're going deep. You just show like the, the kind of, I don't want to say the physical level, but the level that everyone walking the street knows about you. Like how you look, for example, like stuff like that. But there's always deeper levels. And the more you go deep, the more you'll be vulnerable showing that deep things that you want to hide, the more you will be real and more hence you're going to be strong. And people, and you will attract people who are real. So I just, I absolutely just, it's like, I think, I'm amazed. <laughs> like, I, if you watch anything, I, I interrupted Gary when he was talking. Like, and it's like, Gary, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's the most important, like, he's easily, easily top three role models. And I interrupted him about you when you were talking. Which is not easy. I, I hold it very hard. Which is not easy. I, I, I like usually interrupt people. I was like, I was listening, and I just was like appreciative of that realness, you know. So, yeah. thing that I wanted to start connected to that, which is now I'm, I myself have no experience with that, which is why I'm asking, like absolutely have nothing uh, to contribute to that part. Which is, what would you say to mom? Especially one that like three kids and uh, maybe not living the best condition, like family wise. What would you say to a woman like that uh, on how, like, for example, she wants to be? I'm gonna be like an example, like on top of my head. Uh, she wants to be creative. She wants, for example, to be uh, an artist, like she wants, or a writer. Let's say a writer. I think that's where. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. I think, for example, she wants to be a writer, but she's afraid to put herself out there uh, because, and she uses the excuse of having a family. And she might actually be, like, have so, like, I'm not a mom, probably never will be, <laughs> but, like, I know that, like, every single mom, she probably have very, very, very few minutes to her own. Like, she's always doing stuff, whether, like, career-wise or, like, the family. So, what would you say to someone like that who is doesn't have that much time for herself? And also, so that's an aspect. And the other aspect is she is afraid to be vulnerable because of many, many things. You can, like, societies, like, uh, lines or rules so like do you get where I'm hinting at yeah. so what would you say to someone like that you know I know these moms they're in my life um, and they're in the middle of their struggles and they have these dreams and um, they don't have the support system um, right now 
to allow them to push through. But I would say um, that it's important that you put that time into what you love regardless. Um, even if you do it privately just for yourself, even if you just write out the things that you want to say um, and no one reads them but you. You know, I think it's so important to just write down what you're feeling, write down your dreams. I think people are scared of even writing down what their wildest dreams are because if they write it down, either then they're held accountable or I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the stigma is, but I I think an aspect of it because I was in this position, well, not as a mom, but like a person, I was this in this position where I was afraid. I had the wildest dreams. Like, I know, like, I genuinely believe that my vision impacts every human soul on this planet. Like, that's my vision. I, I, that, like, when I die, I don't care about my name. But when I die, I want to be left, like... I look at Mother, like, Grace and Gandhi and all the, um, these people, and I think, you all were great. Watch me. <laughs> I love that you said that. Can I just tell you that? Because... People will judge and be like, oh, you're just a clout chaser or you're just, you know, you you, you think so highly. Of I get that a lot. I, I get that. Part, and the thing is, like, and I felt, I felt judged when I was talking to Gary. And I, you know, people don't know your heart. They don't know your soul. They don't know what you you know, interestingly, if you open the comments, so what I did is, which is we connected, I went to every, like, as much as I humanly can, went to every single comment, and I'm still going yesterday with a bunch of comments on the Gary V, on the post itself, the one that he posted on his own page, and I was replying to them all, and several of them were like, nah, this dude is not going to make it, because he's so, his attitude, and the well, I swear, the moment I read that, I was like, I'm going to make it because of my attitude. Yeah. Not because but, like, anyone could fix that to me. Because I feel that without passion, without the eagerness, I would be right now not talking to you, but opening this PC and building my FIFA Ultimate Team or whatever it is. Right? So, and, and I have many people, and there was like this guy, he was probably in his 60s or whatever, I don't know. And he was writing, these damn millennials, they want everything so fast. And and he was he said something about clap. I was like, I have so much empathy. Sad. Just sad. I wouldn't say it's sad. I just believe that it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna. I mean, he might have like been somehow involved in in, in a war, right? Yeah. So like he's 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 mentally not okay, right? These so, are the people we're fighting for, right? These are the people we want to change. That what we want to inspire. So it's yes, so true. But sometimes I kind of tell myself that I shouldn't overjudge myself because if someone does not want to change, he's not going to change. Like I have a client that I'm working and that's on the self-development kind of level, marketing, everything. I have people I'm working with and they're not putting, like I'm helping them out and all that stuff, but they're not putting in their side of the work to be better, like producers and content creators and all that. And I'm like doing my side. If I'm doing something wrong, I will hold myself accountable for it, and I'll just try and be better at it. But I cannot judge his attitude. I cannot judge that, right? So I think that was a really important point that I just wanted to touch on, uh, that that kind of empathy. And uh, it's just always on my head, always on my head, you know? Yeah, and I think you just have to be, um, you have to realize that, you know, going back to your questions, how can, you know, how can mothers really just kind of push through that barrier? Um, I think they have to figure out, do they really want it? You know, I mean, do they really want to be that writer? Do they really want to? Because I feel like the more you put yourself out there, the more comfortable you become. And you're inevitably, if you're going in the right direction. You're going to start feeling better about it. You're going to start having this little internal dialogue with yourself, feeling like, hey, you know what? Maybe this is good. And I think the more people do that, the more it will push them to get through. 
And the more that outside noise kind of blocks out, you're listening to yourself and you're realizing that this is something that, you know, that you want to do and you're just going to do it. I mean, so, oh yeah. So I was thinking, because I want, I want, I really want someone to resonate because I, I don't personally have many, but I'm pretty sure there are millions who are in this position, which is why I asked, like, I'm not going to benefit from this question. But, like, personally, but I know that many people will, like, anyone who's listening or watching this. So, if you can put it to them, like, straight up, like, bullet points, what would you say? I would say that whatever you are passionate about, you have to work on it every single day. Like, you just, you, and I'm not saying work yourself to death. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying set aside time every single day to work on what you love because it will feed you. It will feed you emotionally. It will feed you physically, um, you know, because you're going to be putting energy into it. There's just something special about doing what you love. It just, I can't describe it because I don't know enough about the physical laws or the unseen laws that are at work but I do believe in them 158 <laughs> percent um there are laws at work that we may not understand but once we start putting ourselves into that and we start putting it into motion um it's just it's it's going to help you so much so again every single day um, I'm only drawing from my experience what I did every single day. Every single day I felt myself getting better, stronger, more comfortable, more out, more, um, push yourself. This feeling, do you think this, I always think about it like that. Do you think this feeling could be related or like it has a relation to like feeling free? Yeah, and um, it is. And one thing I want to mention that I think is really important, I used to, I think when you put constraints on yourself, it's almost like a challenge. What can you do with what you have? Don't think, oh, I don't, like, like I made that video. I don't have a computer. I can't do these amazing things that other people can, but I do have a phone. So I'm going to find every single app and every single way to make this video be as amazing as I as anyone, I'm just gonna do it because that's just how it is. And I did. You know, adding to this point, adding to this point, I really forgot. I literally had my the first video I ever did. I had my phone like that. It was sitting. I was like holding. I didn't even have a tripod. It was sitting on a green apple. I'm not joking. A green apple. Wow. You know, a green apple like that, and it, something was like holding it. Like the green apple and stuff, and the phone was like that. It was like this tilted, and was standing right there. So the focus was not on my face as much of it as it. So it was in the lighting. It was stable. Like this webcam camera. Yeah. It's definitely like the best camera, like best quality. But I guarantee you that it's uh, was a lot better than my first video kind of quality. The lights were terrible. Like. I always, always encourage people to go look at the first post I posted when, like, I would, like, like, skip, like, eight posts because these were, like, before I ever became a content creator. Skip these eight and just go first one where you're going to have... And I did not have a thumbnail, nothing. Zero. Like, zero. And it was absolute trash. But I also, and I genuinely this video is the reason why I'm talking about it. Because if I never started, if I never stopped, I would I wouldn't be talking. Yeah. You know? I just I really believe in that one. Absolutely. I believe that these institute I, I had, you know, I had these the, the idea of being a content creator since 2018, August. Right? I started in February of 2019. So that's like this month. Or like maybe seven, I don't know. So all of these, I was coming up with excuses. It was like, uh, no, first I need to learn how to edit. And I did not learn how to edit. In the seven months. The entire seven. I don't care. I was traveling. I always have excuses. I had exams. I was traveling. Oh, the gym was a little bit exhausted today. 
I always had an execute. So I just like what I'm saying. Why I'm saying all of this is that you're lying to yourself, and you know that. If you're not making, you're just coming up with excuses, and you know that. And you know it deep down. And I'm not into sugarcoating it, so I'm just gonna give it like you are sugarcoating your own execute. You know that these excuses are not because you actually want to learn the editing or whatever. Doing that, you're saying that because you want to put your insecurity behind this bar of, of every excuse that you might think is valid. You know, how can I publish without editing? Never like that. And the third thing is, oh, it's so good being out there, being judged, whether good or bad. Like some people, like I really had someone pull, pull on me, like DM me and you're like a mentor to me. And I'm like 17. So I'm like, I'm no, no I'm nothing in your mentor. I have a kid that's 17. You're making me What? Old. I have a kid that's 17. I have a son that's 17. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get him into Gary. I mean, they're just... It's going to happen naturally. Trust me. It's going to happen naturally. The moment he listens to the part when Gary says, don't care about what your parents think, he'll be attracted to Gary. So, yeah. So, I'm just saying, it, it's, it's this... Freedom that you have, you're being judged, but you're being open. You have nothing to hide. Like, you have nothing to hide. I believe that a person really achieves fulfillment. Like, one of the pillars to fulfillment and happy, long-term happiness is liberty. And liberty not in that, and like, you can walk naked in the streets, but liberty as in you can be who you are without being ashamed of that. Yeah. I think... That's that's the whole thing. Like I just believe that so much. And don't don't make excuses for again. Like I just I really want to hit on that because again in the beginning I told you I live in Buffalo. It's cold. I you know it's, it's dark. It's gloomy. There's all these excuses that people are going to come up against. I don't know what they are, but they're they're coming. You have to learn to be put in a box and break out. And that's that's my visualization. If you, if if for anyone who's visual, I would say imagine that you're in this cage, and you don't let that stop you. You work with what's inside the cage. You may only have, you know, three items. I, you know, I, I think of it like a um, what are those things where you know like a treasure map or something, and you're only given or like Top Chef where you're only given given four ingredients have to make something amazing with it that's how I viewed my creativity I, ha I gave myself a mile I really like that analogy I really like yeah. that analogy because like you know I started photography the moment quarantine started so like I never took a photo out there all my photos I played with my uh, room I played with my hand do like stuff like that and dropping I, I played with it all like you know so I think that's I don't even have a camera. I, I literally you don't old. need much. That's the thing. Like exactly, people put in their mind that they need to drive half an hour away to find the most amazing landscape, sunset, picture, and you don't. Listen, I did this on my lunch break for five years. I worked from home. I had to listen. <laughs> people need to listen to that one. I had to find a place within one mile of my house, okay, that that would work, or or even my backyard. That I, you know, get the get the out ready, get the um, you know, do all of these grand things, and um, then try to make something amazing out of it. And you know what? It always worked because when your mind is so focused on creating something, it always works. It always works. It doesn't matter. You can. I think that's the pillar. Uh, sorry yeah, for interrupting. I think that's the pillar. The only thing you need to achieve something when it comes to the whole creativity challenges kind of thing, yeah. set your mind to it. That's, it. that's the only actual need. You know, when you're going into signing up for something, they say requirements. If you're signing up to be a creative person, only one requirement, which is to set your mind to it. I think and that's like, we're going to end now, but I think that's the most fruitful, like, Podcast, I, I, I'm gonna make like that aside. I did. You're on it's your way to make a lot more green ones. <laughs> no, I, I, 
don't think any of them will, will be like powerful enough to like show the reason. We're gonna connect. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna follow up. We're gonna keep in touch and absolutely anything you need from me. I mean, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm happy to help anyone. I'm happy to help you. Like, whatever it is that you need. I mean, I'm I'm here and. You know, I think this is great, and you're like I said on your comment uh, or my comment on here. Yeah, like, you're gonna win. You're gonna I win. Hope so. I hope you're so. absolutely gonna win. I stand by that 100. percent And um, you're you're on your way. You're on your way. Like, at, and 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so much I want to say. It's six o'clock. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just go for it. Just go for it. And whenever you feel like, oh, this isn't going to work, just go for it. You know? And well, thank you. Thank you, Julia, so much for being uh, gracious enough to have to, like, come on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And if you don't forget to follow me on Instagram, the banner is longer. It's at O M A X A L E M O three O three as in 03. And, uh, Ginger at G B E L O V G Beloved. Thank you so much for listening or watching. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Well, that was a great one. That, that was that was a great one. We could have talked for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But like, I I don't want it to like be too big so that and even start playing it, you know? So I just try to keep it in, in the prayer where you can give the important facts or, like, help someone or, like, contribute, uh, but also not be so long that you... It's people long. like Anna, so... Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, well, uh, thank you so much. I'm, like, really... I really believe this is amazing. It's an amazing one. And... Uh, You're my first, so... <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad I am. I'm glad I am. I'm glad I am. I'm excited. I'm uh, okay. Uh, have a great day and stay in touch. Stay in touch. Okay. You too. Take okay. care. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening this far. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would really appreciate if you hit the subscribe button and shared it with your friends. Uh, I really wish you all the best. Hope you have a great day.